You probably know by now that Patreon helps keep this show going and ad-free, but you might not know all the benefits of being a Patreon supporter, starting with Swick Extra Minutes, the extended after-recordings of each episode of Swick. And that's really just the beginning. There's a whole lot more to being a Patreon supporter now, and you can learn all about it at patreon.com slash newsaz. Patreon is what keeps this show going, and we can't do all that we do without your support. So check out our new campaign at patreon.com slash newsaz. People are so nice. <laughs> Why are you surprised? Just because you're not? This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details. You never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about Order 66. Are you saying sex, de-sex, on purpose? Whatever you... No, I said whatever you want to think I'm saying, dude. Well, I think when something's coming out of your face, it has something to do with sex. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think the the muscles in his mouth and throat can say 66. It just comes out 66. (laughs) Coming out of your throat. I like that. Sensual. (laughs) Touch. Touch. That's we're gonna hear that now, fucking all night long, huh, huh, Matt? Pretty much, it's gonna be the best. I'm taking out the cantina music and putting Leo's Africa behind all this. (laughs) You got it? Does he do a cantina theme? Not yet. He does. It it wouldn't surprise me if he does sometimes, but he hasn't yet. Well, Order sixty six appears in episode three, and I saw it mentioned episode four, but someone will tell me because I don't remember that. Episode four. No, not really. It's I, okay. I'll get to what someone is trying to make it appear, but when you look at it, ooh, I don't know, like a fucking normal person, it, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it said mentioned, I'm like, I don't. No, know. No, it's this is like, yeah, it's pretty much taking the <laughs> word the and re- the the word the was used in episode three and episode four. Ergo, it's canon in both. <laughs> you just say ergo. I did say ergo. Ain't that that movie with Ben Affleck? That's Argo. Fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Someone look now on Wikipedia and type in the word the. (laughs) Just see if that's really out. Because I think I I saw the word water or time, and that was on Wikipedia. So Brazier was. Brazier had a link. Star Wars and character doesn't have a link, but Brazier has a link. Yeah. Yarn Adel Gargan, right? Yep. The 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 bra model. Yep. Six bras. When you type for for the record, when you type the in on Wikipedia, the first thing that pops up is the Slayer of Shadow Shy. Of course, <laughs> bless you. And then for some reason, Billy Bueller. <laughs> and then the is not even in that word. Bueller. What is the Slayer of Shadow Shy? That sounds exciting. Let's do that instead. Order Shadow Shy. <laughs> Order Shadow Shy appears in to Shadow Shy. Hush hush hush. I do I. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Biochip Chris. Today I'm joined by Hidden Programming Matt, Destruction of the Jedi Order, and Implanted Tank. <laughs> and that's not the first time he said that. Penile. Pe- Jesus. What did he say? Penile? 
penile implant. Pump, 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 pump. That's an order sixty six at his doc. His plastic <laughs> surgeon. Did you? Did you hear what he just yes, said? I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! That's Tim. Pump, 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 pump. Ladies. <laughs> That's what he said. I didn't hear the ladies part. I talked right over him. <laughs> I actually got my old boss years ago one of those Austin Powers penis pumps. <laughs> I swear to God, around you, you bought one. It was like um, we had um, secret what Santa's I guess is it called? Like where you get a gift, you're you're a Santa person. I picked his name out of a hat. I went to Spencer's and bought an Austin Powers penis pump. <laughs> I remember those. Oh, so it was a thing for the movie. I thought you meant you bought yeah. him like a real one. No, I don't know. It, I don't know if it worked. I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't, you know. I did get a raise though that year. Not, I don't know. <laughs> he got a raise, and you get a raise. That's right. Raises all around. Matt, give me some facts about order six. Uh, I w- I should have just done the three facts. Done old school. <laughs> Jesus old Christ. school. All right, order sixty six. I was actually a little excited about this, but prepare yourselves for a massive amount of disappointment. Hopefully, as usual. Yep, usually when I host, that's what happens. (laughs) Okay, Order 66. Order 66 is one of the orders of the Grand Army of the Republic. Its exact wording, at least this was interesting, exact wording is, in the event of Jedi officers acting against the interests of the Republic and after receiving specific orders verified as coming directly from the Supreme Commander slash Chancellor, the Grand Army of the Republic commander will remove those officers by lethal force and command the Grand Army of the Republic will revert to the Supreme Commander slash Chancellor until a new command structure is established. Can you say that again? <laughs> In the event that the Jedi officers... <laughs> For our Spanish listeners. It is the Suata Revente de Jedi Officerlos. I'm just thinking of that scene from the old SNLs when... um. Who's the who's the the first the black guy back in the day? Garrett Morris. Garrett. Yeah, our top yeah, story <laughs> tonight. <laughs> when he used to scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but but who wrote this? Order? Okay, here we go. Because I want like you is got there... questions. I got answers. I got I got it's the opposite I got of I have questions. Is there orders one through sixty five before this? There like, are these orders are all- one through. Guess how many orders there are? If you're gonna play this game, if you're gonna fuck up my notes that bad, mm-hmm. go ahead and tell me how. Guess how many orders there are? One thousand one hundred and thirty eight. You're a little high. One hundred and twenty seven. You're a little low. Show me two hundred. Two hundred. There are a hundred and fifty contingency orders of the Grand Republic. Hmm. And if you think that statement's boring, these can be found <laughs> in the official document called the Contingency Order of the Grand Army of the Republic Order Initiation Document. Uh. I don't find this boring. <laughs> I think it's kind of interesting. It's yeah. like, it, and are it's, are all of these people given the handbookish kind of thing when they enlist? Yes. Okay. So you're right. This this actually this is interesting. It's just the the continued wor- words of. Contingency order, the Grand Army of the Republic gets really wearing this suit. So what's we'll call them orders? That'll make liven this up, I think, a little bit. So yes, there are 150 orders. They're in a set. They're kind of 
this is where I was hoping we would get some information, but we didn't. Best I can tell, they're like not programmed like like my like I don't know how you would do that. They're not memories that are implanted into the clones. My best guess from the information given that's been written, and there's been a lot. There's this is one of those really rare articles that has just about as much in legends and just as much in canon since the switchover, mm. except exactly how these are made. So my best guess from what I've read is that these are kind of subliminally implanted as the clones are growing. Because we kind of see them in maturation chambers and then they get out to uh Daniel Logan size. I'm guessing they're like kind of taught how to speak motor skills, basics of whatever. I think maybe these orders are kind of uh, subliminally given to them at that point. Unfortunately, that's like one, one of the things about this. I really wanted to know. I wanted to know why they know these orders, why they know what 66 is like that. Uh, but that, that is the one big glaring omission in both of these articles. It's like MK ultra. It's just sort of, you're a sleeper agent for each of these orders. Sort of. Yeah. It kind of sort of is. Yeah. That's a, that is a shame because when that happens in the in the movie, you, I always got the impression it was like they didn't even realize this was a thing. It was a surprise to them Ex- that only the emperor knew. Yeah, and and the and the reason why I'm like kind of uh, some of this some of that is explained why he knew and why things would happen. In fact, you're kind of leading into something that was interesting about this. Um, what was I thought in this article was interesting that there are four specific things about this order that are not in any of the other 149 orders. And one of them, the first one, is that there are all the other 149 orders cite chains of command and authority. Like if the chancellor's in a coma, the vice chair gets power, that type of thing. That's what they're all contingency plans are. They're all contingency plans on the order of power. This is the only one that doesn't address that at all. Hmm. The second weird thing about this is that all the other contingency plans that have to do with being against the Jedi, they're not not all 150 are about being against the Jedi, but but there are more than just this one. These they're all the other ones that refer to taking action against the Jedi are initiated by a Senate majority or Senate Security Committee vote. This is the only one that says one person, and in this case, the Supreme Chancellor or Supreme Commander or Chancellor has the ability to author- to authorize any kind of action against a Jedi. That's the second weird thing about this. Mm. Yeah, that this is uh <laughs> I don't like like you assume that they didn't know about this either because they're fighting alongside these mm. Jedi. Right, right, right. That that they're going to be like, you know, Captain Colton or whatever. Is that his name? Commander Cody, whatever the Cody. hell his name is. Who's Captain <laughs> Colton? <laughs> You're gonna find out soon. You'll find out in a few episodes. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> Is that what did, did I subliminally get you that did. in my head from you? Yeah, it's yeah. much like how these the clones get all these orders. Man, there's a lot of mind Facebook messaging. Going on. <laughs> so Commander Cody's fighting alongside Obi Wan. He returns his lightsaber to him, and it's like, like, like he doesn't know. Like he's while he's fighting, like, hey, I'm gonna kill you one day. Like, like he doesn't ever know that. There's more. Uh, there's more to that. L- that's kind of another section of this. So let me get up to that one. All right. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. The third thing that's weird about this is that the grand army of the Republic, um, commanders aren't required to authenticate this order. All the other orders that have any kind of, le- any kind of direct force again, against the Jedi or just any kind of chains of power involve different levels of authentication. This is like, if you get the order, you do it. And there's a reason why they do it, which we'll get to. That's kind of what you were just asking. 
the fourth it's like Crimson one. Tide all over again. Yeah, sort of right. What's the last <laughs> mess? What's the last letter of the message? Or what is it? something like that? And it and the can't can they not something like that? Yeah, there's they, like they one letter missing. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not what oh, happens. Oh, jeez. Isn't, isn't there something like that where they, they, they can't authenticate that the they message is coming? They can't authenticate the launch codes because they, lo- they lose the the buoy that that is getting the information. So the protocol is to wait, and Gene Hackman wants to go ahead and launch, and Denzel Washington is the cob. Does he punch and him he, and fuck up his finger? <laughs> and, and he wants to wait to authenticate the message. Get your crimson tide straight. <laughs> I do Jesus. remember he talks about Silver Surfer at some point. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, okay. he does. <laughs> All right. Last bit of this boring part is the, the, <laughs> the fourth difference of this order than any of the other orders, again, has to do with the Jedi. Anytime the Jedi are directly mentioned as to be dealt with or removed or somehow acted upon, Lethal force was always secondary. The measure was was always something to the effect of attempt to detain use of lethal lethal force if necessary. This just says kill them, basically, from what I read. If you need me to read that again, I'll be happy to read it again. <laughs> and that's okay. We're good. Okay. All right. And the thing that's different is the other things require like real politics like we would exactly no, like, there's the, like there's so much fishy shit about this it's like why is it to take one person that we don't have to verify it's even really necessarily that person and shoot first ask questions later piled on with i don't know no twinkies for dinner i don't know where that came from <laughs> but that's apparently in the other 149 in my notes that's a big twinkie well it kind of reminds me of martial law but not crimson tide like when martial law happens is like the rules are out the window so that's how this is if 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 stuff gets that bad we don't have to sit and go through the political channels the emperor says so and you just kill people just shut up and do it yep this is good (laughs) yep so now did you ask dave earlier who wrote all these yes okay that's the next in my notes so this order was most likely written by Sifo-Dyas, the guy that ordered the clone army. Ooh, I he, like this. He was known, absolutely verified, to have started writing this contingency document, and there's no evidence to say that he didn't finish it. So it's pretty well believed that he wrote this, including this specific order, and that the emperor, he didn't actually write the order. He just exploited it. He read it. He was home alone. It's like all the other senators went out to drink and didn't <laughs> invite him. He's like, fuck you. I'll stay home with my force so I can read the orders of the Grand Army of the Republic document. Holy fucking shit. Look at this. Like, something like that happened. I think that's, that's what happened. cool because that tends that goes back to that. Whatever those beanstalk people were. The Kimoni. Commu- <laughs> commu- oh, Christ. The Kimoni. Yeah. Yeah. That when when the, he goes and Obi-Wan is doing his his investigation and they say that they were ordered by master Sifo-Dyas. So not only did he order the clones, but he was also writing the rules to be subliminally or not even subliminally, like subconsciously implanted into their DNA. Yeah. It's um, yeah, he was, he absolutely started writing the rules and he was, they, they knew he started the document. They also knew that he had problems with the, Jedi possibly getting out of hand and had there is proof that he has written some contingency plans to deal with them, maybe not necessarily executing them, 
But apart from the, uh, the only question about this are the four things that I mentioned. But besides that, it's a, 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 a compared to everything else that he's known to have written in this document, this pretty much lines up in spirit or as in an uh, ideology. So very likely he wrote it. Maybe there's a chance that behind the scenes through Count Dooku, through whatever channels Palpatine had, he adjusted it to make it a little more um, finite for him. But on the other hand, maybe not. He may have just found, you know, he read all 150. Who's going to read all 150 of these other than the Kamonians? And he actually found this, exploited it, and just saved it for when he needed it, which is falls in with the story as well, if that's pot, if that's what happened. I like it. This is this is this gives more uh I don't know, like the the backstory of this Cyphodeus now becomes more interesting because of this kind of stuff. There are if you are really interested, <laughs> there's more than Order 66 on Wikipedia to be found in red. Yeah, no, I think this is actually very interesting. Okay, I was say, not all I like, one, not all 150 of them, but that's but, a, like I like explanations of things, and I think when we do this show, things that aren't well explained, that's when I get angry. This is <laughs> this is somebody trying to explain something. It's good. Okay, cool. Well, this my next part of my notes is another question you had. You're asking why did they do? Why did the clone troopers do this? Like, why did they take this order? Even though, like you said, in fact, one of my examples is on here. I remember writing it because when you said it, it rung a bell. I don't know. I don't see it yet. We'll come up to it when we talk about it. Um, actually, oh, I know where it is. It's when I talk about the knights that were actually killed. Um, you said, why did the clone troop commanders actually follow through on this, right? That's what you asked? Yeah. Well, there was a contingency. love. <laughs> <laughs> there was a contingency plan to these contingency orders, and that was that every clone trooper were given a biochip while they were at their creation that would activate when any of these contingency orders were given. And this particular biochip was an inhibitor chip and the inhibitor that it applied to each clone commander when activated was to ensure their total obedience by all of them from the person giving the orders. That's why, like you said, him and Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and his clone commander, which might be Cody, I think you said, they're all super chummy, chummy. They're about to go get a beer until he gets order 66 and he turns and fires at him without hesitation. That's because the order, the combination of the order 66 given by someone of authority to give that order, which was Palpatine, activated this inhibitor chip. So he's actually being biologically controlled to do what he's ordered to do, whether or not his he would actually want to do that without this inhibitor chip. If if mm-hmm. does do they have to hear Palpatine say Order sixty six or can or if they hear like if they're at a deli and they get something and they Order sixty six do they change? Well, in this case, <laughs> in this case, I'm assuming Palpatine because of all the whole okay. that list of four things I I said and it said it had to be from well it had to be whoever's the supreme chancellor. Alrighty. In this case, and that so activates Denny's in order moving over my hammy sixty-six. <laughs> All and there's some clone troopers in the in the Denny, and there's a and there's a uh, there's a Jedi there. Shit's going down. Yes, but only if Palpatine is the chef. That's in true. The back. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's say let's say that uh, Valorum gets a job as a short. Order cook at Denny's, and uh, and and there's some there's some clone troopers there, and there's some Jedi's. I'm not saying the same booths; they're they're, they're separate. And uh, there's ding ding, uh, order sixty six up moon over my hammy. 
and then sh- shit goes down in Denny's. That's what? that's how I see that happening. All I know Why is, is that when you get to be the sitting pal, uh, sitting um, chancellor. All I know is that if you order, you get order sixty six, and it's on your receipt. Make sure you post it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. How many times <laughs> have you seen that in your life? Sixty six. Yes. yes. Uh, but I am mad that when I go to Five Guys, and mine's like order sixty five. Shit. <laughs> I was almost there. I want to know why it has to be moon over my hammy. <laughs> Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. Why can't it be that's a Grand better. Slam? Yeah, that's right. Great. Yeah, Rudy Tootie is at uh, that's that's isn't that I hop. Yeah, great same breakfast. What if he's the Supreme Iron Chef? Oh, wow, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I edited the shit. Supreme Iron Chef. Yeah, that was stupid. You have to leave it in now. 66 moons over my hammy. <laughs> <laughs> You're obsessed, man. This, this whole I don't even know if that's still on the menu at Denny's anymore. Oh, it's on there. Is I mean, it? yeah. Okay. I haven't been to a Denny's in a while. This inhibitor chip, I, I remember maybe it was when this was suggested this this subject i remember the inhibitor chip being something about this and i think i jumped to the conclusion in my mind that the inhibitor chip actually was where all these orders came from but uh, it wasn't so that was i think <laughs> that was a little bit of a disappointment to me in the story only because that's i think that's what it was i mean i don't think it's a bad part of the story i just think it's to find out it wasn't what i thought it was it was a little disappointing mm-hmm. to me so maybe that's why i find i found some of this research disappointing only because of my ill-conceived preconceptions now you uh, if, if you're gonna get to this just stop me when feedback you know in, in the <laughs> in the movie when uh, when Palpatine issues Order sixty six, you see him issuing it to different different uh, clone troopers. When he issues it, does he issue it to the captain, and then it somehow gets out to everyone, or is everyone get it all at the same time, and we're just happen to see it from different perspectives? It doesn't say, but I took it as from what this said that it went all out at the same time because they kind of tell a story, and I kind of cut this out a little bit um, because it didn't really it didn't have anything to do with the actual, I was trying to find information on the order 66, but it's, they talked, they, there was actually a lengthy paragraph about how the order was given. And in X amount of minutes, this many people were killed. Then it's thought to believe that this many Jedi escaped, which led to something else. So it sounds like they were alluding to, it was given all at once so that as much damage could be done as quick as Mm. possible. Okay. Is this like when you say chip, you're using the word chip, right? Mm-hmm. Is this a literal chip like in their body somewhere? Yeah, it's well, it's a biochip. Um, if there's a picture of it on Wikipedia, it actually kind of looks like an amoeba, but like a little more <laughs> structured. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it is. It's a little <laughs> for, for my guesstimation, the size of one of those little circle band aids. Okay. Like, like <laughs> yeah. putting a base of their brain or something. They didn't say where it went. That was I didn't realize that till now. Or if it did, I didn't note it down. Anus, probably on the on the uh, appendix, and the ones that had theirs removed weren't affected by the order. <laughs> they were like, "What is going on?" <laughs> One interesting thing I didn't try I didn't try to go off subject too much here, but this was interesting because it didn't really. I ne- it wasn't something I thought about, but when I read this, I was like, "Oh, that actually makes sense." 
this whole inhibitor chip thing. These inhibitor chips were implanted into enslaved Wookiees to keep them from attacking their slavers, which I never really thought about. Why didn't the Wookiees fight back? Because they're huge and strong and powerful. And then, oh, well, that explained the question I never had until I read that sentence. So it's kind of like a big circle that just went through in emotion. Mm. <laughs> circle. <laughs> circle of emotion. Yes. <laughs> Now, there's a couple stories from the Clone Wars that involve premature order execution. And the clones that were involved in these stories, they have enough detail uh, to really do of their own. And, and I think we have done some Clone Wars characters and possibly will. So I kind of went with the Dave route where if there was just like a little bit to say, I'll say it. But in this case, they do have lengthy stories, but a good portion of their story uh, or the driving force behind the story is this. So I decided to not talk about those Clone War stories so that these two particular, uh, or however many they were, I think there was two characters, wouldn't kind of be ruined. So that is, so if anyone that's familiar with those, that's why you'd be surprised that I didn't bring them up in this episode. Mm. Okay, here is now, there, uh, there is always a shining light for me in this research. This is my favorite detail about Order 66 that I'm about to share. And here it is. Ooh. This entire sentence. At 2100 hours local time on the 1008. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Shit. I start over again. <laughs> on the 2100. Fuck me. All right. Take three. <laughs> At 21 hours local time on the 1,089th day of the Clone Wars, Palpatine retired to his private office in the Republic Executive Building, activated his comm unit, and issued Order 66. Did anyone ever wonder, watching this G, I wonder what day of the war this is? I was wondering. No. <laughs> well, if you ever were, now you know. And that number... And what Go ahead. And he was where in his private quarters? Like where? Like where? Where do you? See, what do you see in the movie? It's just a little hologram. Yeah, of him right? Doing, yeah. Is he, is he standing or sitting? What's he doing? Is he on the John? What's he doing? Private quarters. What, what John. was the um? What was the day number? One thousand eighty-nine. And if you're trying to do some quick research. The research I did was, I assumed, not assumed, but my first guess was, is that the number of days between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith? Release days? That's, it's not. That's what I was thinking. It's um, not. Yeah, because I was like, three years is 1,095 yeah. days. It's close. It's close. It's 1,099 yeah. days, but it's not 1,089 days. So it's not. I think someone made a mistake. I think they did. <laughs> so he's <laughs> in his Peter house. make mistakes, especially when they remove shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's at his house in Coruscant is delivering this message. Is that where he is? Yes, his uh, private office. No, his office. Private office. In Repu probably the office that we see. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't that be his private office? It's just it was okay. something to make this sentence way too fucking long and dramatic. <laughs> and wrong by 10 fucking days, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, so they did list the... Um, the first of the fallen and the first two survivors. Uh, do we know? I know we've said this before, but can you run through the first four fallen again without looking them up? First four. Amy, four. Yep. Amy Allen, there's one, right? Well, yeah, that's a Kyoto, Yep. Kyoto Mundi. Yep. Plocoon. Yep. Plocoon. Um, and who is one we've one? covered that we always forget 
this character exists. And it shows right now. <laughs> um, Let's see. And then we see, we see, we see this in the movie. I guess. Oh, I don't uh, know. It's been uh, so long. Is it, is it, is it the, the chair yes. with the, with the ball, with the, the testicles yes. off her head? Yes. Stas Ali. Yeah. yeah. Tim said uh, enough Adi to Gallia get the point. Or yep. Stas Ali. <laughs> yeah. I just said the name. Stas Ali. Stas Ali. Yep. And of course the first two survivors, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda. Along with Order 66 came another mission, and this was this was short. This again, I took the day route. This was short enough to include in this, and this was Operation Nightfall. Nightfall with a K. I included this because I didn't know this was, what this was called. This was the actual name of the mission of the newly named Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, and the 501st Legion to attack the Jedi Temple specifically and purge it of all the Jedi that were there. I didn't know it had uh, a name. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah what, what was the name? Operation Nightfall. And it's oh. a perfect name because they're Jedi Knights. Yes, and they fall. Yeah, that, and it's an operation. Cool. <laughs> and then when they're done, they play Operation. Remove pinched yep. ankle. <laughs> so it was so if uh, of course everyone knows what this is. It's a, a surprise attack approach where most of the if in fact I, I was gonna say most of them, I think Al everybody didn't wasn't aware that Anakin was a Sith Lord, were they? This was what kind of led them on. It's like he just snuck in as Anakin. Hey, how you doing? It's nice to see you. Jun Jun Jun. Then he walked into the younglings and what did the what did the younglings say to Anakin Tim? What do you say? Best Anakin, please save us. Which I, I forget what he says. We don't know where to hide. That's right. There you go. <laughs> please, sir. Can Kids, I, have I got some a name more? change today. <laughs> This was pretty cool. I I didn't know about this part, and probably because we don't see it on film. But to like to execute his orders completely, Vader and the Legion they killed every living soul in the temple. They killed masters, padawans, and younglings, and apparently there's also non Jedi staff, some administrators, some trainers, and some guards. They killed. Every motherfucker in that. And the maids and the janitors. Yeah, Yeah, Clyde the janitor. And the lunch lady? They kill her? Yeah, Shabu the cook. Homeless oh. Joe who just used to live in a doorway. Yeah. <laughs> Homeless Joe. <laughs> and how much time is supposed to have taken place between when we see Plo Koon and all of them die and while Anakin is very slowly marching into that <laughs> temple with that parade of troopers, like don't the Jedi have any? Co- I mean, I know there's no one thousand eighty nine days. <laughs> I know there's no <laughs> contingency for this, but once this starts happening, don't they send word back to the Jedi Temple, like, hey, get out of there? <laughs> you know, there's, 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 yeah. there's something going on over here. There's two running away, and going. Why the fuck walk. do we give away all our possessions, including our goddamn cell phones? We could have warned each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, and did they walk all the way from point A to point B? Because I didn't see a vehicle. So it's like, is Anakin just like beelining it there with a bunch of clones and picking them up as a come on, guys? Parade. Maybe yeah. there's we one can take like, five minutes and we go through Chinatown. Maybe there's like an Elon Musk tunnel from the from Palpatine's private yeah. office to the middle of the Jedi Temple. He just zips, it's zips, it's the zips. tunnel that goes from the Holiday Inn to the vet. <laughs> no, that's the Holiday Inn, the Holiday. The Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> Philly frenetic. (laughs) Uh, There were some survivors of Nightfall as well. We've talked about most of these two. Some are new names to me Shakti Shakun, uh, Zaskin Paratus, 
and Jinlo Race, but we all know that Jinlo Race changed his name on the way out of the temple to Zetchukasa and then got killed outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I changed my name. <laughs> no. I, lo- I love that you had to just say all those words. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, what do we got here? Order 66. It was claimed to be effective, but not total. Somewhere near 100 Jedi were believed to survive. So that ushered in a new campaign, which I am not talking about here because that has got a huge history and a huge entry in Wikipedia, but it is called the Great Jedi Purge. So that's almost like a new era in sweeping the Jedi off the face of the earth or galaxy, mm-hmm. whatever they want to call it. Because they knew that many of them got away. Yes. This is a lot. It I mean, is. I don't know. Well, you know they what? Had, they don't <laughs> say how many there are in total. Like, what percentage of them got away? It's, well, it here's like here you go. Here's what this is what pisses me off royally about this article. Okay, when you want to start talking numbers, it says uh, if you were to go by what's in this article, you can say that hundreds and forty six Jedi were documented to be killed. That is a weird fucking phrase to say that I made up because I say that because there are forty six individual entries as documented victims, with the last entry in Wikipedia saying and hundreds of other Jedi. that's an easy way to do it so hundreds and 46 that's how many (laughs) that's how many got killed okay you would you would think that there would that someone out there would have come up with all the names of all the jedi that were alive at this time and uh and put that list together and like dead 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 live and then we can get an actual number well as far as alive alive there's only 46 individual documentedly documentedly documented killed <laughs> jedis in this article article there's 102 individual survivors listed in this article so like name them all but they they only they only got about Shakti, like 40 shakun kazin Pratis, Jayla, okay that's all i know <laughs> shock the monkey okay it's better for them to list the survivors because then they can write continued stories oh and every them. one of the actually these are there's 102 list with links on them there's more in this list yes. that didn't have links so there's 102 there you go if we if anyone's ever worried about us running out of episodes there's 102 of them we can at least do now, does a clone automatically know you're a Jedi? Like, if I was a Jedi and the thing happened, and and the Order sixty six happened, and then I was just like, "Mose down the street." Nope, not a Jedi no more. Uh, and I and I changed my name. <laughs> well, would they be able to sense that I was a Jedi just walking down the street? Ding, 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 ding. Just put down, put down your lightsaber and just walk away. I'm not a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, like you just retired. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. And you retire and you walk out. Oh, my last day as a Jedi. Oh. <laughs> Why yeah, I want to die? Yeah, so let's, let's, oh. let's say Order 66 happened. Like, like uh, Ahsoka uh, is not technically a Jedi at this time. So if a clone trooper saw her and, and was, I'm going to kill you, Jedi, it's like, I, I, I left two years ago, bitches. <laughs> I'm a private citizen. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> so I, yeah that's that's what i want to know no i have that's no a, i have no there's no mention of that that's a damn good question <laughs> i do where not know. is this information is this from a, a book or something because like i, I don't so know. george george lucas wrote 
the screenplay or the story or whatever for episode three, he comes up with somebody had to come up with this. It's it's like so it can't be that arbitrary. Order sixty, call it something. Order sixty. Why 66. do you keep jumping ahead to my fucking notes, Dave? <laughs> Let me tell the story the way I have it written. Can I guess the Patreon of the week too? Oh uh, yeah, go, might as well. Jeez, <laughs> Clem. So for behind the scenes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's let's go. Is this? Did you? Yeah, Chris. This was part of Chris's opening. That whole in episode four horse shit. There's yeah. no way. Okay, someone is trying to retcon this into being in um, the novelization, and they're doing that by taking half a sentence. This isn't even a full sentence. Half of a sentence on an explanation of what happened to the Jedi in the novelization by Alan Dean Foster, Alan Dean Foster says exterminated through treachery and deception. Those five words are trying to retcon into order 66 in episode four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's maybe it was on page 66 in the book. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's why they, Yeah, I don't know. I'll ask Rusty, uh, Rusty, Rusty knows <laughs> everything about those goddamn books. <laughs> Um, a court. Okay, so Order sixty six. This is all behind the scenes again. Order sixty six was first to was was planned to first happen an attack of the clones. Um, I would have been down with that, man. That would have made that movie <laughs> a little better. more action. Yeah. yeah. Now, what that I really wanted to know where this came from, and I clicked the citation link on Wikipedia, and it led to a page that could not be displayed. So apparently, that citation is gone. So who knows about that? You mean they took stuff down? Yeah, I know, right? Nonsense. Hard to imagine. <laughs> Must have been so. One of our blasts from the past episodes, Quinlan Voss. He was originally noted for being one of the first characters, one of the blink and you'll miss him characters we talked about uh, from Phantom Menace. And also the first episode that we know Dave got up and used the bathroom. There may have been some before that. (laughs) Dave piddled. He was. (laughs) I'm only laughing because that's how we refer to our dog going to the bathroom. Piddle. (laughs) Dave and my dog. Um, he was actually supposed, he was originally written out in a draft by George Lucas to make an appearance in the, uh, in the order 66 montage. Oh, that would have been awesome. The actual- Aloha dudes. Shit. <laughs> so it's like the, uh, you go through the draft and it's pretty much characters that we see. Kaida Mundi, Stacey Teen, um, Barisoffi, which by the way, when I was writing Barisoffi, it's the first time that I noticed that's a fucking Tuckerism of barista and coffee. That character. Is that, is that really what it's supposed to be? If you look at it as your, if you type out Bar- Barris Offy, you realize you're typing out Barista Coffee without right. a couple of letters. Someone went to Java the Hunt there on Skywalker Ranch and thought the barista just was magical when she made the little heart <laughs> yeah. in their cappuccino. Yeah. Um, Plo Koons mentioned that after Plo Koons, this is actually right after his scene, it says, and on Felucia, Ayla Sakura and Quinlan Voss are silenced forever. Those are the words he wrote in the script. So we were supposed to see Quinlan Voss again, but alas, we did not. I wonder why. That would have been I don't cool. know. I don't know. That would have been cool. Um, and uh, it also makes me wonder if like that character we saw named Quinlan Voss is like retcon from that like, name was picked from the script. Remember how we found Max Maximilian Winduate? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if, oh, yeah. I wonder if Quinlan Voss's name was actually picked from this and placed on that weird character in the background. And he, his name was just weird character in the background. Yeah. It wasn't really him, but they saw, they found that name in the notes. Right. So we got to use his name for somebody. Yeah. That's a cool name. It's got a Q, a V and an Oss. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> 
I don't want to burst your bubble, but I do think that the comic artist, uh, Jan Dersima, I think she saw that character and asked if she could create a character around that. And I think that's, that's how, if I remember correctly, that's how Quinlan Voss as the Jedi was created. How does that burst my bubble? That just Sorry. reinforces our idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to agree with you. I should have said that. I hate, yeah. to, hate to not steal your thunder for once. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So now here I'm I'm still laughing at pump 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 ladies ladies. <laughs> so there was a specific question on our Facebook page of what was the inspiration behind using 66 as a number for this particular order. I honestly looked this is probably what I spent the most of, most of the time on and there is no definitive documented answer there's some really interesting theories but there's nothing out there that says george lucas said well he named order 66 after this some mm. of the theories that are more interesting it's a play on the number 666 mm. it's an homage yeah. to route 66 stupid it's a reference to world war ii and fdr executing uh, executive order 9066 which led to american citizens of japanese descent being placed into concentration camps yeah that's a stretch this is oh you think that's a stretch okay <laughs> sit tight for this it's a numerology explanation where six plus six is 12 which is the combination of the numbers one and two when added together make three and three is the number of movies in the prequel trilogy this being the third that's it <laughs> oh my god it's I, either, I love it and then my, it's either that or 66 just sounds cool well, I think I think my theory is the most sound. I think it's the number of that um, noodle dish that he was eating in the Australian mm -hmm. food food uh, mall food court a couple years ago. That's what I think it was. That was his order sixty six. Or maybe it was just a real, really big Mario Lemieux fan. <laughs> no, he's yeah. a penguin. <laughs> I like that six plus six is twelve, and one <laughs> plus great. two. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Greatest. Yes, that I'm you going really with that. You really need to that's leave why, Quaker Town then. No, that's why it is that. I'm going with that one. Okay. I'm, I'm voting on that one. <laughs> Go for it. That's all I got. That's it. I'm done. Hey. Dave ruined <laughs> that entire episode for me. <laughs> no, I, I, I enhanced that entire episode. That's Just what like you Tim's call. penis pump. Pump, 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 pump. Ladies. That's Ladies. right. That's what you call podcasting. You enhance information. That's why Matt is the podfather. Oh, don't ever call me that. I'll tell you why, because every swinging dick that has more than one podcast calls himself the podfather, and I hate people that give themselves nicknames. Swinging dick. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have Tim's pump, and we have uh, go, Matt's yeah. swinging dick. I'm just Matt. That's my name. Well, Matt, after all that speaking, do you have any feedback for us? I do, and we are way behind on all our other correspondence we have gotten some mail since then but we've, we've really dropped not dropped the ball but we've been neglecting our other stuff so let's go right to the itunes reviews because hey. we've no, people have taken the time to write during that whole the um uh postcard campaign that's still going on we're just not covering it this particular episode so let's catch up with some of those so i'm going to start from the newest down because i don't know where we left off once again so <laughs> Uh, first review is says silly, stupid, and the best thing ever by Tom and Drew. I think, uh, 
I'm guess that's best I could say it. Uh, real short review. Oh, five stars as well. Said one of the best shows ever. Makes use of the stupid things from Star that from Star Wars ditched. Oh, makes the stupid things from the Star Wars ditched EU hilarious. Like Order sixty six. Mm. I don't know if it was hilarious. Tim's dick pump was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one says my favorite show by Ryu Uchit. Five stars. So this is my favorite show. I listen to it all the time. Tim, Matt, Dave, and Chris keep me laughing even when the rest of the world ain't the best. Thanks for Aww. all you do. Oh, that's very touching, that's actually. That's sweet and depressing. Yeah. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I laugh at a lot of stuff in the world, but us? Okay, I'll take that. Um, next one uh, says, first I cried, then I laughed. From Lon Fontaine Jr. says, at first I listened, I was a little upset that four guys were trashing something I love and hold near and dear to my heart. I stuck it out and took in the whole episode and realized these guys might love Star Wars more than I do. And a lot of their humor comes from the question, comes from question, questioning the oddities that are way out of place in the Star Wars universe. Now I'm a fan for life. Well, thank you for that. And we'll do... One more, because I don't recognize this, so I think this is still a new one to us. Says, third time through, still laughing from Harley there. Says, this is the best. I'm going through the entire run a third time. Each episode as funny as it was the first two times. So, thank you. And as every episode, I don't have, I don't even know where my Patreon cards are. So People are so nice. (laughs) Why are you surprised? (laughs) Just because you're not? <laughs> I, I'm surprised. No, I, yeah, like people just like uh, you know, it's nice for someone to even take it the, any second out of their day to type that stuff on iTunes and stuff. Well, they do like, it because we promise to read it, but then we don't read it for yeah. five months. So shame <laughs> on us for not being so nice. It's very appreciated. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, very much so. All right, so that leads to our Patreon. Supporter of the episode, and this episode randomly picked it is Andrew Cuban. If I'm saying that right, K U B I N, Andrew, uh, thank you for your support. If you don't know, we've had a couple, we had a break and we had a special episode. We hadn't mentioned Patreon, I'm sure you know what Patreon is, but if you don't, it's what keeps the show going, uh, enables us to keep all the episodes online, which is a big thing, and not just from this show, but from other shows. And if you don't know our other shows, Check out neozaz.com. Um, all of us are on other shows. Uh, I, I hesitate to, to list them off because I always always forget some important ones. But I do now quote something Lou said. Most of not all of our series are based on some form of nostalgia and from some things that we're big fans of. So right then and there kind of is a summary of all of Neozaz. So if you like the reverence and the way we talk about things on Star Wars and character, check out news as you might find some other subjects that we treat the same way. I mean, we love them, but we also don't hesitate to take the piss out of them, but have a lot of fun with them because we love them. So, and it's all because of Patreon supporters that all these things can be found online and including the entire run of all the catalogs, which now dates back damn near 10 years. So thank you, Andrew, for your support. And thank you, everyone else, for your support as well. If you want to check out what we do on Patreon, it's at patreon.com slash newsaz. And along with all this, which I didn't mention, we produce special episodes that are for Patreons only, including a after show of every Star Wars in character. So following this will be a after show on for our page, all our Patreons at any level of support. So one more time, thank you, Andrew. Andrew and thank you, everyone else that supports us. Andrew. Andrew. Thank you. Andrew. 
<clears throat> well, Dave, the time. Oh, I got to talk and read all these questions. I, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> it is time where Matt is going to get out his trusty copy, Trusty by Rusty, <laughs> the Jedi Master's quiz book in this round of trivia, which we're calling It's Trivia. According to Tim, anyway. Or it we is should trivia. Just, just or name Rusty's it. trombone. Rusty. Yeah, Rusty. You know, and the scores are like this. Oh, sorry. No, the scores are Tim is in the lead with 10, then I have 9, then Matt was 8, and then Chris was 7. So we're all one point apart from each other here. I thought I was farther behind than that. You will be. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris goes first. All righty. All right. I'm going to do something. I always have a hard time picking um, questions on these because I read them and then say, oh, that's too hard. So I am going to do, just for the hell of it, I am going to open the first page and we're going to go one through four. Not even going to pre-read them. So here is question number one in the Jedi Master's quiz book. (laughs) (laughs) The pages are something else? Sort of. They smell funny. Oh, like chlorine? (laughs) Chlorine. Like feet. Feet, chlorine feet, chlorine feet. <laughs> like you were like, just at the pool, like, like the inside of a pump. <laughs> there you go. Oh shit! What you said, sick, Chris? You? No, I, because I here's you know what? I just had a mental image of, of inside of one of those pumps. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he just had an sick. image of his boss shoving the pump in his face. Okay. Hey, does this smell like I got anything to you? Been to the pool? <laughs> or been near feet? I can't quite put my finger smells on Smells like it. you got syphilis, sir. <laughs> Does this smell like the gonorrhea to you? It's cheesy. To who? To you. <laughs> it's cheesy. <laughs> pump, 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 pump. Cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one. What spaceport was the cantina in? That's a terribly worded question, Rusty. You didn't start off strong. Yeah. Rusty! Spaceport? <laughs> Technically. You shut up, Tim. <laughs> yeah, pump, pump, pump. <laughs> That's his new name. Pump, pump, pump. That's pump, what I'm going to be a t shirt. Front, front is going to say pump, pump, pump. Back is going to say ladies. Like. Most Eisley? I don't. Can you read that again, Matt? Slower. I can't. There's only fucking six Lord. words. What spaceport <laughs> was the cantina in? I I don't most most likely was it a spaceport? Fuck, that, fuck you, Rusty. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what fuck you, Rusty? Or most likely? <laughs> I'm saying fuck you, Rusty first, and then followed by most likely. It I, actually says fuck you, Rusty. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird. Worded question. I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. All right, it's my turn. All right, question number two. Two. Where was Princess Leia from? Alderaan. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the answer is fuck you, Rusty. Why that fun? It's Alderaan. You are correct, it's Dave. So simple. It's so simple. Yeah, this probably was a bad idea, but I, I'm going to commit to it now. <laughs> yeah. All right, that means it's Matt's turn. Okay. 
What How many was days the... old was Billy Dee Williams circa 19, <laughs> 1979 in April 2? <laughs> Sorry. What was the name of the creature who worked for Jabba the Hutt and was shot by Han Solo? With a fucking asterisk on. Why is there an asterisk? Oh, no, it's Han Solo. It's a trademark symbol, I think. Okay. Greedo, right? Duh, it's Greedo. Fuck you, rescue Greedo. I'm just going to look it up just in case. Yes, Greedo. Without the registered trademark next to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's up, Tim? I'm up. I'm up. Yep. yep. This, is, this, this is the impossible question. How many stars <laughs> are in the universe? <laughs> what vehicle did Luke drive on Tatooine? Oh, Tim. Uh, well, he's driving, so it's it's the uh, it's the land speeder. Let but they probably want like a technical term for it. Ooh, it says a land speeder, not the uh, land speeder. Not the land speeder. He's he doesn't have the only one. Well, we all got a lay up there, and eh, it's okay. Well, Tim now has eleven. I have ten. Matt with nine, and Chris with eight. All right, well, thank you, Matt, for giving us some, you know, fact and tweet about Order 66. And being the origin of pump, 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 pump. Ladies. I was just going to say that. And Tim, oh, thank, you, <laughs> thank you for pumping the penis pump four times. Pump. That's, how I, that's how I like it. Pump up the, are you doing Technotronic or whatever that was? That's right. Every time, every time you said that, I think of the happy days when Potsy has to learn the song. To learn the to learn how how the heart works because he can't. Right. Is that? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and he puts all. He's like the you know, and then it all goes back to the heart. Pump your heart. Isn't that how it is? Pump it pumps your blood. Yeah, that's what it is. Anson Williams in character. Patsy, he's gonna be in um Pittsburgh in a couple months. Him and Donnie Moose. Ooh, really? Yeah. Are you going? Uh, wasn't pl- well. There is someone out there. Oh, fuck. There is someone out there. I need to. Yeah. I don't know, but it's it's also Mississippi. Is out there too. Marion Ross. See now, now you care. Now you care about the, those people. Remember when we went to oh, that one convention in yeah uh, in Jersey, and we yeah. ended up going to uh, Great Adventure, but all of the all of the, the Happy Days cast were there. Right, I don't care about um Beth there, um Tom Wilson. He's you he's at Yeah, but not, I don't get him on my poster yet though. So there, Timmy, back off. I don't care about I, any of those people. Is that really? <laughs> not then? About, not now. Yeah. Matt hates happy days. That's that's what he's saying. Well, join us next time we discuss the shack. Which I don't even know that that's how you say. <laughs> Go see the general for cheap insurance. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. 